Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Moncton Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, I am your host, Adam, and again, I am joined by your favorite co-hoster and mass singer aficionado, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Mr. Boucher, how are you? Very good, Adam. Thank you again for that wonderful introduction. I how try, was, I try. How was your Thanksgiving? It was plentiful. Um, it was it was quiet as as uh, we couldn't do a whole lot as a Friday, but um, you know, with no family out here, it's pretty tough to. You know, we weren't invited anywhere. No offense to anyone listening, but um, no, it was good. It was quiet. Um, holidays are tough now, but uh, you know, had some nice Lebanese chicken on Saturday or Sunday. Had some ham and a turkey roll with stuffing in the middle of it from Sobeys on Monday. So all in all, it was pretty good. Yourself? Well, I felt like a rebel uh, oh. because, uh, you know, on Friday, uh, the province decided to discourage travel out of the uh, Zone 1 area. And they just happened to be announcing that as I was on the road to Halifax. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just decided to, you know, let's just go anyway because no sense turning back and uh, no issues got there and, uh, you know, had a good weekend. Spent there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, you know, we had a... Uh, now, how many meals of turkey slash ham did you have? So we had one on a Sunday and then one again on Monday. So, right. you know, I was in quite the coma by, <laughs> uh, by Monday night, but... Uh, I'm feeling uh, rejuvenated and uh, ready to to crush out another podcast. Great, that's perfect because we got a lot to get to before we get to like all the hockey talk. Uh, it's part of the show now. Uh, Mass Singer updates. If you haven't caught on, what are you doing with your life? And if you have, uh, here we go. It's group. It's back to Group A. I thought it would go to Group C. Back to Group A. Uh, I still no idea on the snowy owls. Um, I'm sticking with my Obamas here. Yeah, like I'm sticking with Barack and, and Michelle Obama. I think it's I think it's wrong, but I I, I found a couple of clues. I mean, the first clue package was jam a lot. Haven't seen us together in a while, but it's time for family reunion. Uh, work with him. He's a prankster. Donnie and Marie just makes sense, but I don't think it would be them. Donnie Marie Osmond. Yeah, like that seems almost too obvious that it's that it's them. It's a good. It's a good guess. Um, it's. I was thinking of that, or like, uh, I also had like a Dax Shepard and, and Kirsten Bell come to mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but I'm still sticking with uh, with with Barack and Michelle Obama. Yeah, I had. I'm still gonna stick with because I just don't know. I'm still gonna stick with uh, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett until I find out uh, differently. A couple other. So we found out the giraffe was Brian Austin Green. Um, all the, all the judges were thinking Travis Barker. They were all about Travis Barker. Um, and I felt kind of stupid after they're like, what's, what was the peaches? What was the peaches? And he's like, the peach pit. Mm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that, uh, that completely makes sense. The one that I'm, you know, we talked about off, off air that we're both uh, in agreeance. Popcorn, I think is, uh, Cindy Lauper. Um, I'm also on board with that I one. I saw her play, uh, I don't know, now seven, eight years ago in Calgary. Uh, she opened for share. She can still sing. Um, there's a, I think there was a few, like, LGBT, which she's pretty known for. Um, very thick New York accent. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I just that one. Once I heard her talk, and I'm like, that's got to be that's got to be uh, Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am 100 percent on on board with that one. Um, I st- I still can't get the sun though. Uh, I'm I'm puzzled. I uh, no idea. The guest that I have, and I think it was, I want to say it was Jenny McCarthy who said it was Demi Lovato. Um, there was a couple Mickey Mouse heads, and she was in the whole Disney thing. Uh, she went into a deep, deep depression in her real life, uh, had thoughts of suicide. So, um, I she can sing. She was in what was the movie on Netflix with with Will Ferrell that just Euro Eurovision. Eurovision. She was yeah. in that, and she sang. Um, so for me, I think it's, I think the sun is, uh, is Demi Lovato, but I guess we'll find out in a couple weeks. I think we go back to group B next week. So of course we'll, uh, have they done group C yet? Is there a no, group C? No. Yeah. There's a group C and that's what I thought we were going to go a, get rid of one B, get rid of one and go to group C and get rid of one. But they went back to group A. So I have no idea. There's a Did group we miss C a week. Nope. Weird. Yep. That's <laughs> what I thought. So. Uh, so if you're looking for riveting, uh, mass singer stuff, as always, you can follow us on Twitter as, uh, as we're going to talk about a little bit in the news and notes, you're probably going to want to stick to the old social medias to, uh, to find out what's going on. But, um, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast podcast, and our new website, wildcastpodcast.wixsite.com slash Moncton. Um, it's going to be a good show. We're going to get at it. Uh, no quick question this week. Jeremy's going to debut a little bit of a new segment. We are going to profile, not necessarily profile, provide a fun fact every week of the country that our import players come from. Of course, we're waiting for goaltender Val Usnik and forward Max Barbashev. Yep. So to start off with Slovenia, their residents are tall, old, they like to smoke (laughs) and drink wine. So Slovenia is one of the 10 tallest countries on the planet. A typical male measures 1.803 meters. And one of the 10 most elderly residents at an average of 43.5 years old. Hmm. Also, did you know that they are the world's sixth biggest smokers? And the sixth biggest consumer of wine (laughs) per capita. They have a vineyard for every 70 people. That's crazy. So, Val, if you're listening, (laughs) we would like some of the Slovenian wine if you can somehow get it into the country when you're on the plane. (laughs) Also, please let us know when you're on the plane. (laughs) Yeah, that's the most important thing. Uh, So, sticking with Slovenia, I've got one, uh, and it's one that most hockey fans know. Uh, Anze Kopitar from Jesenice, Slovenia, is the only player from that country to win a Stanley Cup, and of course, he's the captain of the Los Angeles Kings. Val, I hope I said that right. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Now, under Russia. So, did you know that Russia has a superstition about shaking hands? No, I didn't. So, they will never shake hands over a doorway. It is believed to be a bad omen, and most really? Russians are convinced the action will lead to an argument. There you have it, folks. These have been your weekly fun facts about Slovenia and Russia. Please join us again next week. We will provide another two. Moving on.
That's fun. I hope we educated a lot of people on uh, on some fun facts about the countries. Now let's uh, let's get it back a little closer to home. News and notes from around the queue. Well, it's a colorful league. You can say that. Um, seven teams, like six now in Quebec, are in the colored zone, uh, the red zone, I guess. Victoriaville was the newest one today. Drummondville, Gatineau, Blaineville, Quebec, and Sherbrooke. Uh, are Blaineville and Sherbrooke, they're just in the quarantine. They're not so much in yeah, the red zone, Yeah, they're in the right? whole... Yeah, you COVID yourselves yeah. really bad. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. Remember like you two know, weeks COVID ago? COVID is spelled backwards is Devoc. Like what Devoc is going <laughs> on in Blaineville and Sherbrooke? Like what the heck happened there? Uh, uh it, we'll hopefully never know. We'll probably never know. Um Yeah, remember like two weeks ago when I was all like, We've had no cases in the queue during training camp. That was fun for a couple weeks. Uh, obviously, Moncton went into the orange zone. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, the game on Saturday was canceled. We don't know what's going on with them. Um, you know, the, the commissioner came out with a, a little video just talking about being safe and, and what was going on. And it, it's it's not the league so much other than Blaineville and Sherbrooke. It's more the, the regions and the zones. Um can the queue go into a bubble in Quebec? Like I was, I was, I put this in the the dock earlier today, and then I was just thinking about it, I'm like, what cities has enough hotels to have that many teams, or even Quebec City, Quebec City, or even two two hotels? Like, I mean, if Victoriaville's in a red, Shawinigan can't be far behind, right? As it expands, so can they even go? To, like, I think there'll be a pause as we keep cutting down Quebec teams eventually you're going to get to a pause but can can they go to a bubble I think it if we weren't already into the season I think that might have been something that uh, that they would look in I'm sure they looked into it yeah uh, I'm sure it was one of the first when they you know when the NHL and the NBA came out with their bubbles I think it was probably the first thing that the Q looked at because it's the one that's it's the model that's working so yeah, far. Yeah, Because I mean, even baseball playoffs now is in bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no COVID cases in the NHL bubble, none in the NA, NA, NBA one. Nope. That, as far as I know, uh, so it's work. It obviously works, um, but um, I don't think it's. I think it's a little too late for that right now. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, we're, it's it's tough spot because you know you're at seven out of the eighteen teams that are kind of locked down, and. Who can play like, like who can play right now? Uh Shawinigan, Shakutami, Valdor, Renderanda, Bacomo, and Ramuski. So that's what, two teams from one division and yeah. four from the other? So Plus the maritime teams. Plus the maritime teams minus Moncton for now. Yeah. But so I mean it's kind of a tough spot. But uh I don't think it's I think it's a little too late for a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd have to not no, you wouldn't have to quarantine. But you'd have to get into arena availability, hotels, uh, hotel accommodations. Like you, you have to book. You know, you got to think. There's, you know, twenty rooms per team. Obviously, hotel vacancy occupancy isn't very high right now. No, because nobody's no, but with, not very many people with are traveling, the red zone. They can't even travel outside of that. That's right? it. Now, right? can they get special permission to travel to a city to play in an arena? Because 
Look, they amended the fighting rule to get a nice chunk of change. Yeah. So, I mean, that's and that was to help them playing without arena. There's no, I mean, I'm sure if you ask the players and, and the organizations, they'd be like, if we can make it work, let's let's get in a bubble and so we don't have to pause. I'm wondering if that's something that the uh, OHL and the WHL are looking at right now. Yeah. Because they're in a tough spot right now. Like, their their case counts are, I mean, Manitoba, I think, reported their highest case count ever today. Uh, and Alberta's... Yes. Alberta was like 268 or something yeah. like that. So I don't see how they're going to get off the ground. I mean, and, and last week, I think it was the uh, Ontario's Minister of Sports saying that she wasn't going to approve the OHL to play if there was body contact. So, I mean, how are you going to expect, you know, full-grown men, pretty much men, yep. to suddenly not be able to hit in hockey? Because it's not rec league. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it that's obviously a lot of people were joking around about that. That was kind of funny. Uh, now I can't. Somebody tweeted it after. I can't remember. Might have been Pat because he usually retweets stuff late at night that I saw. Um, the Bauer visor, like an yeah, high tech yeah, visor, yeah. like yeah. put that. It could have even been. Uh, oh, what's the guy in Gatineau? Martin, right? Leahy. It no, might have been Martin him. Yeah. yeah, it might have been him, but like. Is that something that Ontario, all three CHL teams, look, we're going full iTech visors for this year? and Possibly. I mean, whatever works. I mean, yeah. they, they, this is where the WHL, to, they, have a, they have an advantage. They can yeah. see what's going on here. They've, they're scheduled to kick off here in less than two months, so they've, they've got some time to think about this stuff and, you know, order any equipment. I mean, geez, why don't just make it – Make it ball hockey for crying out loud. If you're not going to be able to hit, just make it ball hockey. Yeah, that the, the <laughs> like if there's no hitting in the Ontario Hockey League, and and everything usually revolves around Ontario. If there's no hitting in the Ontario Hockey League, shut down the CHL mm-hmm. because the competitive balance for the WHL and the QMJHL that are allowed to hit, like what happens at the Memorial Cup in Ontario, the two leagues that have been hitting are just going to have to stop hitting. Good luck yeah, with that. It's, like they're going to have to come to some sort of a resolution there because you, you just can't take. Hitting out of junior hockey, it's no. We're we're past the point where that's uh, you know, that 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 would be a pretty. Uh, that's not fun for anyone. That's just a ridiculous rule change. Yeah. So I can't see that happening. I know they're going to be hitting. You know, it's just a matter of getting, a matter of getting that approval. Uh, I I don't know what's going to go on with the queue. Uh, you know, it's nobody does. If they're going to have to make a decision, I mean, they're you know one more. Two more teams that are that are put in lockdown. That's half the league. Yeah. Um. So. So Victoria. I, Victoriaville is the nineteenth, so they can play games this weekend if they have to. Um. Yeah. Their 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 red zone effect goes into on Monday the nineteenth. So. Mm. I think they've got a couple games this week. Well, they'd have to have games this weekend. I don't know who they're against. Yeah. I'll go see. But no, it's they got to get things rolling because uh, yeah, the I mean the week the games are you know two days away and uh, they're gonna, these teams are going to need to know if they have to travel or are they going to be playing or are they going to be you know they 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 have to make a decision about this league if, so whether it's shut it shut it down for two weeks yeah. or you know do what they need to do to until things are uh, I mean it's going to take a while for the red zones to be lifted in Quebec but maybe by that time they can get approvals to to travel and. Uh, you know, just bubble your team, right? Like, bubble your team. Rank, billets, home, that's it. Maybe not even billets. Rank, hotel. 
Like, well, Schwinnigan bought that apartment, that vacant apartment building. Smart. And that's where all their players are living. Yeah, absolutely smart. Uh, uh, so they're Victoriaville plays Quebec on Friday, so that pregame probably isn't going to go. Yeah, that's. And Saturday they play Schwinnigan, so they'll get or Sunday they play Schwinnigan, so they'll get to play that one last game mm-hmm. in Victoriaville. So, so. Yeah. so yeah, it's just to get a stick to a bubble. I mean, you got to go to school, uh, rink, billet homes. That's it. Yeah. Don't go outside. Sorry, ladies. Your boyfriends <laughs> yeah. are locked down. Uh, this is, you know what? If the NHL wives went three months without seeing their, you know, their their husbands, yeah, or you know, pff, I shouldn't say just uh, wives. I mean, there's there's girlfriends, girlfriends. Family. I mean, there's uh, there's women that work for the NHL that didn't get to see their significant others for three months so it's right, not yeah. it's not just it's not just the the wives here it's like you know if they can do it for three months then you know these desperate love hungry teenage girls can <laughs> you know and do it <laughs> most of them live in other places so yeah but yeah you're bang like if they have to if they got to use some of that uh the cashola that they got to put them in hotels to bubble them after you know take mm-hmm. two weeks and then bubble them and and do whatever they have to. Uh, some other news team-wise, Alexi Gravel has decided to report to the Mooseheads, which puts the team in quite the, well, it puts them in the exact same situation Moncton's in, but almost a, oh, how do you, a more difficult situation with 20-year-old Cole McLaren, 20-year-old, 20-year-old goaltenders Alex, and... Alexi Gravel. Yeah, that's now, a difficult one. He's, I think he's back quarantining. He is quarantining. Yeah. Like so, he's in day two or three right yeah. now. So again... It's kind of like we talked about with Forche. You know, it's pretty tough to bring a guy here and quarantine for two weeks and then trade him to uh, wherever, mm-hmm. Quebec, mm-hmm. which right now there's no real trade market because most of the teams are, well, the one team that you had mentioned is kind of quarantining right now. Um, yes. <laughs> so they can burn a player card just like Moncton is, but what, like, what do you do with those with those goaltenders? No idea. I mean, if you're bringing Gravel in here for 14 days, you're going to expect him to play for your team unless they're going to ship him off in the division somewhere. But where is he going to go? Yeah, St. John's already got their goalie. St. John's got their goalie. Bathurst is going to be getting their goalie. Yeah. They don't need a goaltender. They got a heck of a star there. Yeah. Moncton don't need a goalie. Nope. P.I. don't need a goalie. Halifax Halifax needs goalie. (laughs) You know, Halifax and and Camp Breton. But really, you're going to trade... And trade him to Cape Breton and move Grimard? No. No. I mean, you can't even move Grimard right now because he's not a 20. You, you can only move 20 yeah. year olds right now and players who aren't playing in the league. So it's. They're going to have to move McLaren. Yep. Like it's. Or Gravel. I mean, that's. This is. Nah. Yeah, yeah anyway. that is a. They were they were sitting well not sitting pretty but they were doing all right when he decided he was going to play in uh, in Europe but uh, Quebec had their Europeans report. Uh, let me see if I can probably get these names wrong. Philemy Marla. <laughs> Marla. Philemy Marla. Yeah. And Apple Sivon. 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 So. I mean, they got their Europeans, so maybe that's spells some good news. Now, Patrick Waugh did come out and voice his opinion on getting Europeans here, and magically they're here. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully this is a sign of things to come because we'd really like 
as much as everyone's enjoying the one week of uh, fun, fun facts, facts about Slovenia and Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd rather have our uh, our imports here for sure. I agree. I'd like to see them in action. Yeah. And all, the longer I wait, the longer I worry, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, maybe uh, Richie can get on the phone with Patty Waugh there and find out what uh, what paperwork he got from the, uh, the CHL and the federal government and uh, see if we can pull some strings. Or just get on the old uh, social medias and just uh, use Patrick Waugh's exact words, just translate it into English. And yeah. Magically, there you go. But Patrick Waugh's got some pull. He always has. So. Yeah. He's got the name value. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some hockey talk. Weekly Rewind. Well, Cats made their first road trip, or half a road trip, I guess. Uh, they were on the road this weekend. Finally got in the win column, bringing the record to 1-2. Um, Friday, a 4-2 victory over Halifax. Always good to get a win over Halifax. Uh, look, we asked for a better effort. I, I think we got it. I mean, of the three games, it's closest to 60 minutes I've seen a play. Um, coming back from a one nothing and 2-1 two no- two deficits for the 4-2 victory. Um just took the game over in the second, especially in the second period, as well as the third. Um, out shooting them 17 to 21 to 12 in the second, 17 to 5 in the third. Uh, man, if it wasn't for Cole McLaren, the, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, Moncton just kept coming and coming and coming. A uh, little spoiler alert for later, but uh, veteran Jacob Stewart, an unlikely source. I mean, he had two. Uh, <laughs> two two goals all of last year. He's tied that now. Um, he got the the game back one one. A, fa- a couple familiar names uh, scored for Halifax early on seven seconds. I think it was tied a franchise record for them. So that's always good. As Denway and Larue uh, went just right off the draw, just the two of them all the way down. Larue made the pass to Denway. Uh, then Jacob Stewart about two minutes later tied the game. Uh, Faustin can't blame DLC for that goal. It was a rebound. He batted it out of the air um, in the third to make it 2-1. Then Jake Stewart doing what Jake Stewart does. Stands in front of the net. Puck on his stick. Big sniper. <laughs> Stands in front of the net. Makes it happen. Uh, gets his second of the year. And then Gabriel Bernier gets the game winner uh, with about six minutes left. And Connor Olsen gets his first. Gabriel Bernier gets his first and game winner. Connor Olsen gets his first of the year in the empty netter to seal it away. Um, just, just an excellent hockey game from this team that just needed it. <laughs> I'm still in shock. Uh, that Jake got two. I, I, I'm just, you know, I, 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 I'm still speechless, you know, uh, I, I just made going to Halifax one, a little easier. One, eh? one, one, one goal I was happy with, right? I, I was happy with him scoring one goal. Yeah. Yeah, but then the team score another one. Like, uh, I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, it was, uh, I, I just, I wasn't even watching the game. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't even watching the game. I was, I, and I would just, I would get these messages, and it was the laughing, crying emoji. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, checked, I was like, okay, let me refresh the Q website. Oh, Jacob Stewart scored. Cool. Awesome. All right. First of the year. Let's All right, go. It's 1-1. Let's go. Yeah. Um, 
Owen Samer with his first career cue point on the on that goal with an assist. Yeah. And then I get another message, more crying, laughing emoji. <laughs> I'm like, no, he didn't score again. <laughs> he scored again. Uh, Alexi Danielle with his first QMJHL point. Like this, J- Jacob Stewart was just, you know, like handing out the points. Hey, last episode, you asked more from the veterans. He was listening. While he was sleeping uh, in the bus when Neil took the yeah, picture, yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I was just, hey, nice to get scoring from unlikely <laughs> sources. Yeah, um, I think the last time he scored a goal before this game was on his on his ass against Bathurst. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so finally scored a goal, you know, on his on his skates. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, good. <laughs> Keep scoring. Yeah. Keep doing uh, it. Because, you know, uh, I'm not going to throw it out here, but I might have been a little tough on him in the preseason. Uh, I didn't mention a name, but, uh, you know, he was one of those ones that I mentioned that had to step up in order to get a spot on the team. Um, he's clearly stepping up. And uh, if he's going to start scoring and, you know, parking his butt in front of the net, <laughs> I'm all for it. So who do you want to ask to step up for the next time the Wildcats play? Who do okay? <laughs> oh, we're gonna do this. Well, okay. look, you, you who talk- do I want to have? Who do I want to have goals from? Yeah, you, you, you talked about him in the preseason. Uh, you talked about him last. You talked about veterans in general last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was eleven for sixteen on the faceoff dot. Mm-hmm. Like he, okay, we're gonna put well. we're gonna put this down right here. All right, this guy has been playing incredible. He's been getting chances. But just hasn't scored yet. I think he's gripping his stick a little too tight. Whenever Moncton plays again, <laughs> breakout game for Connor Richard. All right. Yeah, he had two, call uh, two dangerous. He got robbed against Halifax. Yeah. Like, he was robbed. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's playing super well. He's playing uh, some really good hockey. and So I think he's going to get his first one here uh, next game, whenever that is. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at Halifax, they – didn't play the greatest, then they went to Bathurst and lost 6-4, I think. So uh, now they didn't have McLaren in net for that one. They had the backup uh, in net for that one. But that was the first time we'd seen Halifax this year. Uh, so they lost 6-3, sorry. Um, and for a team that, you know, and it's early. But don't hear what I'm not saying. It's early. But they they just looked disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know if they thought they were going to walk over Moncton um, because they took the players and in the deal, but they just, they looked disjointed. Uh, They didn't look great against Bathurst now against Bathurst. Now this is twice now Um, St. John and uh, our Halifax have played their backups against Bathurst. So, you know, maybe taking them lightly and and Bathurst is full marks for taking advantage of it. They played Brady James, but Halifax just looks disjointed and I don't know what it is. Maybe it takes time to, to gel in that, but they just they didn't look great. Hey, maybe it's uh maybe they get a case of the St. John's down there and it's just egos. You know, like it's different personalities in that in that room. Uh you know, who knows? Yeah. Right? St. John needs to St. John needs to figure it out too. Uh, I know they got a win against uh they went against Bathurst. They went against Bathurst, yeah. Chad Chad Arsenal was Lights out again. Yeah, it was like a two-one in a shootout. Yeah, 
Was that St. John's first one of the season? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, they got to get it going too. Like it's, um, so Charlottetown's clearly uh, took my uh, my predictions to heart, and they're they're showing the the rest of the division what they're capable of doing. But because um, I think that game against between Bathurst and Charlottetown was or Sh- Bathurst and uh, St. John, I think I don't think Creed Jones played in that one again. I think it was Padno. I think it was Padno, and that's twice that he's played against Bathurst and lost both of them. Yeah. I guess he got the overtime win, but um, I yeah, you could be right. I mean, I don't Bathurst know what is top of the division. I, I've now. never been a big fan of JJ Daniel as a head coach. Right, like first when he was hired, Halifax fans were saying he was a terrible coach for Laval. Uh, I think it was a, he was a defensive coach and he was just a bad coach. I didn't I didn't watch him in the AHL. Right. I'm just going off what with what Halifax fans said. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sold on him as a head coach. I just think he's he's not someone that can teach teenagers. Uh, he seems like he's a pro guy. Uh, so and there's a big difference between yeah that. So maybe that's what it is. You know, it's uh. Um, you know, they got off to a pretty good start last season because they had good players. Mm-hmm. They sold off and, and, and faltered, which was as, as expected. But I mean, this year, you know, they've got, you know, a good group of, of young guys that, that, you know, they're, 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 they're fast and they're skilled, but they just, they're not putting it together. So it's. Hey, whenever teams these teams can take advantage of it, and uh, I don't know, Moncton showed like that Moncton was just they deserved that win. There's you know they 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 were down two one at the intermission at the yep. second intermission. Yep. You know to them that was nothing because they they controlled the 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 tempo of the game and you know there was there, it was all them in the third period. Yeah, it uh, looking at the division. I mean. Bathurst is three and zero in one shootout loss for seven points. The Islanders three and one for six. The Eagles two and two at four, and the Sea Dogs and the Mooseheads are both uh, tied at three, one win apiece. Uh, St. John's got the got an overtime loss for a point. So does Halifax, and then Moncton's at one and two. Now, who knows what would have happened sa- Saturday? Um, we all thought the game was. Did we all think the game was going to go on, or we all hoped? I the game didn't. Was- I mean. I knew it was going to eventually postpone. That's why I sent the tweet that I did. Yeah. Um, funny thing is, is the Wildcats are on the bus and they were past Moncton when they found out the game was postponed. Like they were halfway to St. John. Right. Because they and, stayed in Halifax yeah. to try and avoid come in the orange zone. You can't leave. Yeah. So that's why I think a lot of people thought that the game would get to go because they circumvented the. Yeah. No. Did they cancel because they circumvented it? Because they knew they circumvented it only for that reason to try and get one more game in. Um, now I think John Moore had the tweet that it was both teams had to sign off or yeah the something like the that. government the government I was told that as well I heard the gov- the the provincial government had to sign off on the teams playing that game and they just didn't get the approval so that's come clear- on that's clearly why the game was postponed. Uh, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Uh, I mean, you know, we kind of talked about St. John a little bit, having to get things going, but they're supposed to be here Friday. The Islanders are supposed to be here Sunday. We don't know if they're practicing because we're an unofficial podcast, so we don't have uh, the ins 
to go see if they're practicing, but um, if they're unlikely to play... (laughs) Breaking news. The Moncton Wildcats are returning to the ice. Really? Yeah. The QMJHL club has received an exemption from the New Brunswick government that permits it to practice, according to Wildcats Director of Hockey Operations, Richie Tebow. Is that just tweeted? No. I'm getting my inside information. Oh, nice. I'm reading it from my screen. Uh, Great. Now i got to get breaking news drop. Uh, okay, in, so they're practicing. They're practicing. Great. Uh, the exemption? The exce- exemption? Exception? Exemption. Exemption? Yeah. Allows the Wildcats to resume team practices beginning on Tuesday, which was yesterday. yesterday. So are they unlikely to... If they're practicing... I'm going to guess that they're going to play road games instead of home games. Although that doesn't work because the Islanders can't play home games yet. They also can't leave when the zone when they're in a... You can't leave the zone one. All right, so they're going to have to play home games. Yeah. The club must follow COVID-19 guidelines and safety protocols as conditions of the exemption. Players must stay in a strict bubble consisting of school, rink, and billet homes, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Um, okay, so we're going to have hockey on Friday. The status of those games has not yet been determined. There we go. That's your breaking news from the desk of Bob McKenzie of the Q. <laughs> Bob McKenzie of the Q. Cool. All right, so they're practicing. So that's good. They're coming off a, a win, getting some good practice in. But we just have to hold our breath for games on Friday and Sunday, right? Yes. That was my uh, my notification on my phone popped up, and I got that little message, so I thought I'd share it. That's a that's a good breaking news segment. I like that. Well, that's at least some good news that they're practicing. Um, so I guess just stay tuned to our social medias, Jeremy's social media. Um, somebody will let you know if they're playing. Hopefully, like, yeah. If they do play, it'll be an interesting game against St. John. Uh, Go sports! <laughs> they got the game on. They got that preseason win with basic rosters. Um, I, the Islanders, I think are just head and shoulders above this team, but if they play like they did on, on Friday against Halifax, they're going to be in both these games and it's going to be a theme of the show. Just come to work and, uh, see what happens. We've seen that St. John is, uh, can be had, can be, I mean, vulnerable. I don't know if they're vulnerable yet, but I'm going to use that word. Uh, just hit them. Just hit them. That's all you got to do. Play physical. 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 Just that's all you gotta do. Yeah. And you're gonna beat them. Because they simple. can't take a hit. <laughs> that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Get on a winning streak. Get this thing going in the right direction. Hey, maybe if you play these games at Angie's <laughs> we they, they they'd still be a go. Maybe. Maybe what if Angie's just became the number one source of everything? Like if you had a haircut. Go to Angie's. Call it the Buzz and Fuzz. <laughs> Open up a gym in Angie's. <laughs> Call it the Pump and Grind. Let's get, let's get to everyone's favorite part of the show. Eric Murray Realty. Buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. I literally just came up with those on the spot. <laughs> I like, know you did. <laughs> That's what's even more The impressive. Buzz and Fuzz. <laughs> the Pump and Grind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, okay, we're at that stage already. All right, so uh, stick tap of the week. Um, 
it was obviously announced that you know obviously Moncton's going over or going you know we have we've got some cases here. Um, I want to give a stick tap to the igloo um, because they found out that one of their staff members had tested positive and they immediately shut everything down. And it was a routine, yeah, just a checkup, just a routine hospital checkup. Um, got te- employee got tested for for COVID and it was positive. Um, they weren't even. I don't think they were even open for the day yet. Um, so just immediately shut everything down and, uh, had the place, I guess, turned upside down, disinfected, uh, because I mean, they could have easily stayed open, right? Said we sent that employee home, stayed open. Yeah. And God knows where, where we'd be at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I've, it's, as you go and you read other restaurants, Facebook pages, they're, they're kind of saying the same thing. Like you said, you saw five bridges in review, you know, give a huge shout out to the igloo because, you know, they really did the same thing. Uh, and they did the right thing. I can't remember. There's another bar that, that said the same uh, thing. Sports rock. Sports rock. Right. So you can tell that it's, you know, they're, it was they they set a good example of, of how to handle something like that because, you know, you got cases going around schools, but it's also tough to close down schools. Uh, and so, you know, this could have easily been a super spreader throughout the entire city because, I mean, Igloo has great food. Yep. Um, great entertainment. Yeah. Uh, there's steak nights on Thursday. They have an incredible hangover breakfast on the weekend. Uh, I've never had that. Is it good? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just their their portions are huge. Their food is cheap, but it's cheap, like, Good value. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it could have it could have been a super spreader because there's so many people that go through that establishment. It's popular amongst the university students. Like this could it, it this could have put us in the red. This could have put us in the red. Like it, yeah. it's like it, it could have been that bad, but they did the right thing. Um, shut it down. Uh, disinfected the whole thing, and you know they were back open yesterday. So here we are. I mean, you know that's. They could still be closed down, right? (laughs) We could be at 100 cases for all we know right now, community transmission, but there's no community transmission. So they really, really stepped it up. Set a precedent, really. Yeah, they really did. Uh, And this is how, you know, if if it happens anywhere else, you know, I'm not going to say Quebec because that's a mess. Yeah. Anywhere else around here, that's the example that you need to set. uh, And... Yeah, so that's the uh, stick tap of the uh, La Semaine. Uh, crap. <laughs> the stick tap of the week sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. All right, it's that time now. That's By the way, that's excellent stick tap. Well done to you, sir. Uh, the... Wildcast cat of the week. Uh, I mean, the precedent was set last week. LaBelle had two goals. Jake Stewart knew he had to get at least two to even be in the discussion. Uh, he did just that to the of Jeremy's head. Uh, got two goals and a comeback victory. Was a plus three. Like I said, he was 11 for 16 on faceoffs. Um, just an unbelievable game Friday for him. Uh, you know, he delivered going to the net. He was rewarded both times. So your cat of the week is number 19, Jake Stewart. Uh, That'll do it for us this week. Hopefully we'll be back next week to 
recap St. John and the Islanders weekend. Um, I know our good buddy Chris said the game is on Rogers TV on Friday if it goes. I don't know about the Sunday one if it goes because if it's playing, I'm going to guess there's zero fans in that arena. Unless if. I get some sort of an exemption again. But I can't see it. I can't see the government being this. Yes, you can practice. Yes, you can play. Yes, you can have fans. Mm. Maybe yes, you can practice. Yes, you can play. No fans. That's Put it on I'm, TV. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm expecting to be watching it from home. Yes. Both both games this weekend I expect to be watching from home. And you'll hear the call uh, from home with maybe Jerry Green and Chris Dobson. I believe it'd be Jerry Green, Chris Dobson. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know about the Islanders game, but we'll figure that out as we uh, as we get closer. We got to play hockey before we figure out who's going to be calling the game for us. Um, yeah, if if the team shuts down for a couple weeks, I don't know what that'll do to the show. Maybe we'll come back and talk other teams in the division because we're kind of trying to talk about all the divisions. Maybe we'll get a special guest in for the show. We'll definitely come back with some Mass Singer recap. Maybe we'll just turn this show into a Mass Singer podcast and just spend 45 minutes talking about the Mass Singer, the Bachelor, Big Brother. Is Big Brother over yet? No, Final Four. Uh, f- final Five. It, well, if, yeah, if, if, it'll be Final Four as of Thursday evening. Yeah, and yeah. your thoughts? Yes, I said when it started that Cody and Nicole Franzel would be uh, have a good chance of winning, and they're yeah. still there. So, so far, so good. Another show that I got into that used to be popular in the 90s, The Weakest Link. Uh, it's a pretty good show. It's, I, like, I, like I mean, the original. The original was better, but I just like the trivia aspect of it. It's it's been on for a couple weeks. It's not too bad. But uh, Borat Two comes out. Oh my god! Amazon Prime. October, Speaking October of yesterday, yesterday was Amazon Prime Day, so that's what uh, I mean. If you haven't seen Borat One, do yourself a favor. Go watch that before you watch Borat Two, because I mean, you said it the one time on our chat. Like you, you had a preview, and you're like. How is this real? Because if it's not, like, how can you fool? And then the trailer came out, and it's better than I think we ever could expect it. Like, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and find the trailer. It's about three minutes long. It's amazing. <laughs> I just I can't like this. I opened off work that day. It was, <laughs> what is it? That's a Friday, right? I wonder if 23rd. I can take that day off work. Maybe. Yeah, the twenty third of October yeah, is a Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. If not, look. If not. <laughs> Uh, we watching it Saturday, and we may or may not be doing the show in Borat voices. The following, uh, yeah, actually, uh, it's very nice. <laughs> like you, it's hockey. Uh, we'll see. But as of now, thank you for the downloads. Thank you for your support, and we will see you maybe next Wednesday. Who knows? We'll keep you up to date. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast. <laughs>